Welcome to Scripture Snapshot. I'm Talitha Chadwick. This is a podcast giving brief thought to the scriptures from the scriptures to edify Christian women in contextual biblical conversations. And as you listen, my sincerest hope is that more conversations about the God of the Bible will come from the God who opens our eyes to see wondrous things from his word. I'll be reading from God's Word, Titus 2, verse 3. The ESV, Teach Sound Doctrine. Let's get into it. Titus 2, verse 3 reads, Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good. First, I would like to begin this episode with another reading from Titus, chapter 1, verse 1, where the apostle writes, Paul, a servant, slave of God, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the sake of the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth which accords with godliness. Are you a slave of God, older Christian woman? Have you ever been? Do you, as an older person, still consider yourself to have a calling in Christ? Is your God-given faith still useful, an example, an encouragement to younger women to model, to aspire to, to be of service to God in behavior, in speech, and self-control, works of the Holy Spirit? The Apostle Paul states in his greeting to Titus, his true child in their common faith in verse 4, that his servanthood and calling in Christ has no expiration date while God's breath still fills his lungs. He writes to Titus in spiritual fatherhood, his mission in Christ toward him is for the sake of the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth which accords with godliness. It is a letter to foster a continual pursuit in the word of God and the display, the works of Christ in Christians that still persist in God's grace, even in older age. Titus was to teach as he himself had been taught. He was to remind as he himself had been reminded that older Christians are still an influential force to and in the kingdom of God. Our God-given, God-fearing knowledge of God's word are also, very much so, still displayed directives to young persons who are watching, observing, and possibly adopting our Christian walk. And I must ask, is that too our shame? Are you and I displaying a lack of reverence as we get older, as if our mouths, our behavior, and our indulgences are not on display before God and woman? We should not be surprised that our lives are not fulfilling or to a degree sinful when our lives aren't pouring into younger women or any woman for that matter the glory of Christ and Christian living unto good works. With that being said, and in a brief but fuller context, back over in Titus 2, the header, the superscription, in the ESV is titled, 
teach sound doctrine. The Apostle Paul directs Titus in verse 1, But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Because there were and still are today folks out there who are teaching unhealthy, ungodly, and unholy things to the defilement of God's word and not to the furtherance of the true gospel that leads to godliness. There were and still are those claiming to know God, claiming to be Christ followers, but are denying him in every unimaginable way by their actions. You see... What we truly know about the gospel of Christ will truly deepen our display of him. In the understanding of the apostles' mandate to Titus in verse 1, and to what he was to teach and to exhort in older Christian persons, beginning in verse 2 toward men and women in verse 3, it reads in verse 3, Older women... Likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good. I'd like to speak scripturally in this episode to just that opening verse as it pertains to older Christian women, and then continue on in a four-part edifying manner toward the four descriptions of such a woman. Reverent, not slanderous not slave to much wine, and lastly, teacher. As several other translations of the Bible read regarding Titus 2, Titus was to teach, tell, instruct, exhort older women towards these behaviors, these characteristics. And ladies, let's not get hung up on the outlook of what can a man teach me about being a Christian woman? Because then we would also have to ask that same question of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. A Titus taught woman by faith in Christ is a teachable woman in the ongoing, increasing knowledge of what Jesus Christ has done and continues to do for her. He, Jesus, affects the whole of her being and what she continues to learn about him as she ages, what she continues to experience and embrace in him as she ages, and what she continues to share about him as she ages. And before we get into the content, let's give definition to what it is to be reverent. It is Spirit-led behavior outwardly that truly imitates, matches, and aligns with our profession of God's salvation toward us inwardly. It is a proclamation behaviorally, not pretentiously. I'll be cross-referencing from Luke 1, verses 6 and 7, verses 24 and 25, and verses 39 through 45. Beginning in Luke 1, verse 6, it reads, And they were both righteous, Zechariah and Elizabeth, before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. 
Elizabeth, a priest's wife from priestly descendancy herself, reverenced the Lord in her work in her walk before the Lord, not unto sinlessness, but unto the continued sanctifying work of salvation in her older age. Reverence in older age is to the savor, the distinctive quality of salvation. It is a continued adoration, delight in, and rejoicing of God's salvation. Verses 24 and 25 reads, After these days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among the people. Elizabeth's reverence in her older years, righteously walking before God, was not unto God-given fertility, but to the faithfulness of God. God's timing to observe, to establish, and announce to her husband, Zechariah, by the angel Gabriel, that not only was his prayer answered to being childless, but that a Holy Spirit messenger, John the Baptist, would grace his wife's womb, who would not only be providentially used of God to preach repentance for the forgiveness of sins, but to also make way for and to baptize the promised Messiah. In the reading of verses 39 through 45, I will be adding emphasis to the passage to share how reverence to God as an older woman can be a blessing to a younger woman. And it reads, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth, the older woman, heard the greeting of Mary, the younger woman, the baby leaped in her older womb. And Elizabeth, the older woman, was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you, younger woman, among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, the older woman, that the younger mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my older womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she, the younger woman, who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord." What was it for Mary to see the wonder and timing of God toward Elizabeth, pregnant? It was for her to hear, in verses 36 and 37, from the angel Gabriel an assurance of her own providential pregnancy. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. God blessed Elizabeth's whole life, from what I can gather, her older years being no exception, not to the sole hope of motherhood someday, but because it rested in a faithful outlook of God, in verse 25. 
a reverent older woman shows with her life, not unto perfection, but persistence, that God is no less God if life isn't under her fair assessment, but under his sovereignty. Mary traveled to visit Elizabeth, not only to see the inconceivable, now conceivable miracle, but to sing a song of praise to the God whose loyal, gracious, and faithful love abounds, sometimes surprisingly, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Verses 46 through 55. In the Berean literal Bible, Hebrews 5 heading is titled, The Perfect High Priest. Verses 5 through 7 reads, He, Jesus, in the days of his flesh, having offered up both prayers and supplications with loud crying and tears to the one being able to save him from death, and having been heard because of his reverent submission, though being a son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered, and having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all those obeying him, having been designated by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. What is it to offer, bring, present an eternal work of prayer for both plea and providence with tears of heaviness and suffering up to God? Reverent. Jesus, the Son, the Savior, the great high priest, was requesting not a pardon from death, but an obedient endurance in the inevitable and worshipful face of bearing the wrath of God for our sins. And he was heard. Having sonship, begotten of the Father, an assurance of accomplishment that suffering in the things that are inextricably linked to God would have a complete and everlasting resolve as his resurrection from the dead proved and provided for us. And Jesus, the author of eternal salvation, has bought and brought forth within us those who are his through the work of the Holy Spirit, a purposeful obedience unto him that both distinguishes and destines us to live and to learn in submissive reverence to him as he did unto the Father. What the older Christian woman can accomplish can only be accomplished in Christ. What the older Christian woman can give can only be given in Christ. What the older Christian woman can impart can only be imparted in Christ. It is a lasting work from born again to blessed exit to a welcomed reception all to the glory of God. And I pray as a 47-year-old woman that both younger and older women can glean from our lives as Christians, no matter the age, a true and unavoidable reverence for Christ. Please join me in the next episode as I edify older Christian women in the scriptural truths of slandering. And lastly, as I wrap up, we are, as Christian women, 
not reverent unto the appearance of the world, but to the appraisal and approval of Christ. Let us make time in Christ to be usable and godly vessels toward one another. Question. Will you, Christian woman, be a blessing of behavior and word and deed to the glory of God? Tell me about it. Have a reverent in behavior day. <laughs>